It's Coffee with Christy. And Tim. So on today's episode of Coffee with Tim, hey Tim. Hey Christy. And myself. Um, we want to dive into the homework debate because, you know, it's kind of blowing up lately. Has it? Yes. If you haven't been, been keeping up with it, you know, there's a lot of people that think homework is just a waste of time. What do you think? I think it all depends on what you define homework as. Is that a nice answer for a former debate coach to give, something that doesn't actually necessarily take a stand? (laughs) Right. Um, I believe it's important that students practice the the curriculum that they're studying, obviously. And so from my end of the world, when I think about speech and debate, my gosh, homework was easy street. Of course you're going to go home and practice your speech. Of course you're going to go home and read aloud your first affirmative constructive. Yes, you're going to have to research in advance. In my mind, the issue becomes whether homework is truly homework in the sense that it's, it's taking what they're learning in class and giving them a chance to apply it in new ways, or if homework is what's you know, been typically defined a lot of times as busy work. I have a significant problem with busy work and just repetition and blah, blah, blah. But there's a reason that you should be engaging in this activity beyond just the, from the high school perspective, the 52 minutes you're sitting with me, or from the elementary perspective, the hour we might be doing whatever math subject mm-hmm. or whatever a day. So I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with homework. I just think it needs to be relevant to what the kids are doing, and it should be based on the fact that it's, in essence, giving them the opportunity to practice the skills that they need to really gain to understand what they're doing in that area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would agree with that. And I, and I do think, I mean, I know homework gets a bad rap, but I think that we, as an educational society institution when we're talking about public education i do think that we have made great strides in the kind of homework or enrichment Mm -hmm. or support work i don't really like the term homework but um that we are giving kids i think that it has substantially gotten better and i think that everything that you're saying it needs to be relevant it needs to be specific per kid it should not be just a repetition of okay practice these you know 10 spelling words, even though you already know how to spell them, write them all 17 times. I really think that we're getting away from that. And that makes me really happy because early on, and, you know, we came from two different, way different backgrounds of teaching. You were the older kiddos and I was the the youngins, so to speak, you know, elementary age. We did do, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but I was sending home like, Busy work packets, honestly. Well, please. Th- it's it just ha- what we did. It happened in the high school world, too. Yeah. You know, whether it was whatever subject matter it was. And I, to me, the more relevant debate is the amount of homework, the, the type of homework, and how that homework balances for kids in, right. w- with everything else we're asking them to do. And I think that takes on a different kind of perspective at the secondary level than it does at the mm-hmm. elementary level. And part of that just depends on the nature of the day. Are we doing A, B days, and I'm only seeing four classes a day of 90 minutes, or is a kid actually going to seven or eight periods a day, and good grief, and they're supposed to then, after doing that, go home and do homework yeah. for seven? There has to, and that's on yeah. us. That's on us as teachers to coordinate that and to make that sense and and what really needs to be done every day versus you know how could things be done in ways that are just practice sure if you're learning a foreign language I think it's vitally important that you speak that foreign language outside of the classroom mm-hmm. but I don't know that that necessarily needs to be thought of as homework it you know it's the idea that we're expecting you over the course of the week that you're going to be engaging in conversation with your friends or your family because at the end of the week I the Spanish teacher are going to have a dialogue with you about something and I'm going to notice the difference between where you were on Monday and where you were now based on, I don't know, the vocabulary we've learned today or whatever mm-hmm. we've done in regard to, you know, learning Spanish this week or whatever. So 
I, to me, on the secondary level, that's a really important conversation to have. And I think it, because we're also asking kids to, we want these kids to be well-rounded, right? And we want them to do uh, activities and sports and drama and all that good stuff. And we want them to do community service things because it looks good on their resume to get into their college of their choice or whatever. Good grief, you know, they're, they're 14, 15, yeah. 18 years old. You know, let's think in terms of all of that together. To me, that's mm -hmm. a healthy conversation to have. And I think it's really important that faculty, especially at the secondary level, have some understanding about what is appropriate practice for students. Again, I don't like the phrase homework either. What yeah. is appropriate practice for kids outside of the classroom to make sure that they're getting grasp of the curriculum that they need to grasp? Did the schools that you ever worked uh, at ever do like the summer packet or the spring break packet where, because <laughs> I, I recall either my school district's doing this or other school districts around me doing this where like take this work home and you would get like you weren't going to miss credit but you would get extra credit if you brought it back or like work over the summer you might get extra credit if you brought it back did I, you guys do that no not at the secondary level since they were probably, probably going to be in a different yeah. class but you would have things like the recommended summer reading list yeah. and all that kind of good stuff, but not in terms of like would actually be an expectation that you would have something to return mm -hmm. to me potentially on September Wasn't 1. Wasn't there a stigma though? Maybe this was just more elementary teachers. Like I always kind of felt like as an elementary teacher that if I didn't send homework home, that people were going to maybe think I wasn't doing my job or my kids weren't learning. I mean... I get that. Is that I, does that make sense? Like, I don't know. Maybe that was just in my mind. But no, I I've heard other elementary like teachers speak to that as well. And again, part and I think that happens on the secondary level too. But I think it's discipline specific. I think that it's like, is the math teacher worried? Is math teacher A worried that they're going to be perceived as easier on homework than math teacher B, math teacher C? I didn't mm -hmm. see it in the comparison between math and me because you know. Right. It just didn't work out that way. I mean, there's no reason for me to be thinking about homework from a speech and debate class perspective in the way you need to think about it from a math perspective. And that's, that to me is where the conversation needs to happen among secondary faculty. I, you, you need to understand what that means to me if we're going to have a conversation about it so I can understand what it means to you so then we can think about how it affects this child that's seeing us mm -hmm. over the course of the day. Do you know what the funny thing is, though, about all of this? The new debate that I hear a lot, especially like I have a lot of friends that have children that are elementary and middle school level. The parents don't even know how to do the homework. Well, <laughs> because they're t really, I mean, I, the new math. They don't. They, they bring home this math or something and they're like, we have no idea. Like, and then the parents try to help the kids, but they're not doing it in the way that the teacher is teaching it. So then the kid's just confused and it's just a whole big thing. And so I don't know how to get past kids bringing home homework that like second grade math or third, well, isn't <laughs> third that the joy? grade math that the parents don't know how to do. But isn't that the joy of the flipped learning classroom? That, oh, that look at you bringing back the flipped whatever. learning. Whatever. Is that a topic that's been discussed in it some is. other podcast you did with Tim Gore? Yeah. But um, the flipped learning classroom, I mean, if the teacher's the expert on the, that area, then that's the person who should be right. working with the student. I shouldn't be expecting mom or mm -hmm. dad to understand it. However, I can create appropriate at home practices where it makes sense that a, 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 a parent could respond to what they do. Yeah. So maybe my the homework, for lack of a better thing to call it, is you go home and you explain the quadratic equation to your family, and then you have mom or dad write down, mm -hmm. this is what I think my son told me about the quadratic equation. Um, because obviously, I told kids and informed parents that I expect your child to be reading 
giving their speech to you. I expect their, your child to be reading their first affirmative constructive. I expect your child to be practicing in front of a person and not just a mirror. A mirror is a great thing, but it would be nice if they mm-hmm. hear it from you. And, you know, you don't have to evaluate them in any different way than any other audience member would. What makes sense, what doesn't make sense, etc. So put a parent in a situation where they can actually be helpful for the yeah. child. Don't don't make them do stuff that, of course, they don't know. Who's mm-hmm. that? They're not in class. Right. Well, and that's where I think a lot of the 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 frustration would come from sort of, you know, years past where if your kid was either, you know, making bad choices during the lesson or they didn't get it finished, they're just sending it home because teachers got to keep moving on. And hopefully someone at home could help them. But, you know, like I said, I think that's kind of changing. And I'm really happy to to see that that teachers aren't sending home as much and they're not doing it just to do it, you know, sending home, you know, word searches and all these (laughs) like really come on and I think now we're really understanding that especially the younger kids they need to have that time to like be outside and play and be involved in some other activities um so I I don't know I think that it's a a good thing that we're getting away from it but it's like you said I mean I agree with you I think it's so situational there's really no cut and dry when it comes to homework no, like, this I, is right, this is wrong, this is what I do. I think it's just so different for everybody and the reason that they're sending it home. Well, or and it I, should be. And I think you've, you've hit upon something that's important. I, we have a tendency, or we did have a tendency, I hope this is less, to think about homework as a blanket thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to do, you right. know, the odd questions or whatever at the end of the chapter. And for it to really make a difference, it needs to be in the same way that you're individualizing and differentiating in the classroom. It should be individualized and differentiated in the homework, yeah. too. Yeah. And it isn't the amount of homework that matters. What matters is the task you're asking them to do and how they're responding. I, I, I get worried about n- numbers and that somehow mm-hmm. more homework is automatically means you're a, a tougher, better teacher or less homework means you're right. easier or whatever. And I agree with you. I think we're getting away from that. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be interesting to see what other people think, you know, yeah. about that concept because it's a, it, I think it's a never-ending debate. Never-ending. People never are writing ending. books about it. It's a never-ending debate. And you know, when I, the less homework you give, the less homework you have to grade. <laughs> how I looked at it. Well, there's no reason to give it if you're not going to respond That's to it. That's right. That was always irksome to me as a student. <laughs> and I found it, and you don't even look at it. <laughs> right. I found it irksome as a fellow faculty member. I get, You give out the homework and then you don't you look don't at it. You don't even look at it. What's the purpose? I mean, I realize that practice matters, but unless someone looks at it, for right. all I know, they're practicing wrong for the, you know, the whole week. Don't give it if you're not going to look at it. Don't do it. Okay. I agree. <laughs>